Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph W. Basham, M.D. Alex Rampernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Rampernard. And, of course, Kristen Burt joins yes. us right after this with the family. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We're rocking Canada. out, man. Canada. Can't just go to Canada. I guess there are online pharmacies that you can order stuff from Canada. Get an EpiPen? I don't know about that. I don't know about an EpiPen. All I know is that uh, I just checked the stats, and it, it, it looks to me like Kristen Bird is leading all players in uh, gold medal uh, winning at the uh, Olympics. Is that true? Yeah. That is absolutely true. I was up at 3.30 this morning to watch. USA Gymnastics live. And Simone Biles. And then Simone Biles. So I am highly caffeinated this morning. I don't know what's going to fly out of my mouth, but Uh I wish you all well. A little little jumpy? Are you a little jumpy? (laughs) Are we jumpy? Have you been drinking Jolt Cola? (laughs) I have a huge Starbucks right here in front of me. So (laughs) So were you a gymnast earlier in life? I was not. I have always been a huge fan of the sport my mom watched it so she always had me watching it growing up and i love it i love simone files i love the team there was so much drama this morning and everybody knew i was up and i had text messages from all across the u.s for people going oh my gosh do you believe how this is playing out so i love that people knew that it was okay to text me at 3:45 in the morning <laughs> oh god oh god <laughs> Because the drama happened within the first 15 minutes of the competition, so. What drama? I don't want to spoil it. it had, should I spoil it? Yeah, go ahead, spoil it. 
Okay, I'm like, because I know it's going to be on prime time, so if you don't want to hear it, close your ears. So, Simone Biles withdrew from the competition. She actually vaulted, but she balked on her vault, um, which happens a lot to gymnasts, and I don't know if people realize this, but sometimes they lose their spatial awareness and where they are. Really? And it become very dangerous because they don't know whether it's up or down or down or up. Um, So that kind of happened. And she landed really low. We were like, okay, that's weird. And she was, I mean, the competition's already started. She got a really low vault score, and you know this is one of her best vaults. And then within moments after that, she spoke with her coach. They went to see the medical trainer, and she officially withdrew. And we were all like, holy cow. Um, And remember, there's only like three up on each event, and all three scores count. So we had to put in another gymnast who had no warm-up, no preparation into her spot for both. Okay. Bars, beam, and floor. And um, the USA Gymnastics team, which I think is the expected outcome after qualifications the other day, they won the silver medal. They did not win the gold medal this time around. But considering all of the challenges they were up against, it was a dramatic and wild competition. The Russians did a great job. It was, it was, it was fun to watch, honestly. I'm glad to hear that. Now, i got a couple of big questions to ask you about your, your business and your home state. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, not your home state, but your current home state. Uh, who was the ESPN writer that said this? Because I don't ever want to watch. Well, I haven't watched ESPN since Christ was a corporal, so it's been a hell of a long time. ESPN writer troubled by American flag at Olympics. I keep thinking back on the Capitol riots. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I can't take God. it anymore with these people. I really can't. What does it have to do? Oh, no, Olympics are, Olympics are Olympics. We are here to celebrate the athletes and not talk about the insurrection because oh. I don't want to talk about the insurrection when I'm watching the most like physical and talented athletes in the world all compete together. You would think <laughs> that they burned that building to the yeah, ground and think. several people. The only person killed was killed by a cop. Is that not correct? That is correct. A woman mm-hmm. who did nothing from what I understand. And, well, she and tried a, to climb a barricade. Oh, boy. I don't think warrants death, but that's, you know. But all every city in America was burning to the ground. They don't care about that. They no. care about the Capitol riot, which, again, let me be very... Do not charge the Capitol. Don't be doing that. That's way out of line. But as it stacks up against Portland and Minneapolis and Chicago, I mean, you just go... All these cities were burning to the ground. Nobody cares. They do care about that one day. Oh, I, I can't look at the American flag because of the Capitol riots. Then leave. Move out of the country. You should not live here. Anymore. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's worse things that that that's happened under that flag than oh, yeah. than you the Capitol riots, you, you know, and you know the genocide against, against Native Americans. Ooh, that's a that's a reason. Maybe but you should think about the that. British was yeah, that? Yeah. that was more British than American. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and know. again, it's the Olympics. Like, let's just celebrate the darn Olympics, right, which are right. already challenging in the middle of a pandemic, and we can probably argue whether they should have happened or not right now, but. The athletes are there. They're competing. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve just the celebration without the politics around it all. Well, okay. speaking of it, the Olympics and flags, why is Russia the ROC? Why isn't it just yeah. Russia? Yeah. They are the Russian Olympic Committee because they were found, uh, the, the country was found to be doping um, certain athletes. Oh, like, sure. this is a surprise. And so they've been, Russia as a country has been banned oh, from yeah. the Olympics. I forgot about but huh. the athletes were not punished. Like, if they were not involved in the doping, oh. they were still allowed to compete under the Russian Olympic Committee. I don't really want to call it a flag, but, you know, a grouping situation, right. you know, that type of thing. So, and that's, I do think that that is fair because as long as you're not involved with the doping, you should be able to compete. These well, people yeah. Yeah. sometimes only get one quad to actually compete in the Olympics. If you're lucky, you get, you know, more than one. But. And plus, this was so unprecedented with the pandemic on top of it. So, Okay, and now this is a personal question for you as a Californian. Okay. okay. Did you see the latest recall election poll? Oh, no, Gavin what Newsom Newsom's being recalled. The latest recall election poll, Larry Elder has taken the lead against Gavin oh, Newsom. They wouldn't even Larry let him Elder. on the ballot. He had to, like, fight to get on the to ballot. To get on the ballot. And now he's taking the lead. That is huh. weird, man. Okay, I do want to know, do you know who did the 
poll? Was it? Well, that's a good question. You know, that's always a good question. Yeah. I will find out right. Poll in the case Larry of Larry Elder. Elder Committee did the poll. Yeah, the Larry yeah. Elder Committee. Oh. <laughs> now, uh, the poll was done by, talk amongst yourselves until I can find it, UC Berkeley. Okay. <laughs> oh. So that was okay. a pretty good pretty, pretty good poll much as liberal UC as it gets. As liberal as it gets. And they, yes. Yeah. Huh. I like. I know. I like to hear because I do think that that who the source of the poll is really matters. Oh absolutely. God! Yes, like absolutely. Yes. All polls are fabricated um, until proven otherwise. Absolutely, and and we know polls. We we seen it. We saw it happen in 2016. Everyone thought, oh, this is going to be an easy win. No, it wasn't. Um, I think that uh, for me too. You know, I've said like I, I've been looking at Kevin Kiley as a candidate. He's a Republican. I've spoken, you know, people always, it's so funny, people yell at me all the time, like, you're a liberal. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm an independent. And right. I, I'm not very secretive. I'm like, I will happily vote for a Republican if I think that that is the right candidate sure. in the right situation of what is happening. And that's really what I feel like our country should be focusing in on. I can't be so focused in on, well, this is what the Democrats represent and represent only, and you should only vote this way. It's not working. So... I'm going to sit in the middle, and I'm going to try and this. find the right person for the job. This is such a California thing to do, by the way. Next week's California recall election debate will be skipped by Newsom, Elder, and Jenner. <laughs> They're going to skip the debate completely. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious, God. I'm Politics. surprised Caitlyn Jenner is still in the mix because yeah. she's not really... Um, She's not in the game of this, honestly. Doesn't I mean, seem like no. And you know, and you know what's kind of strange. I mean, Caitlin obviously has very deep pockets, just based on her own financial situation. And a lot of the former Trump campaign people have signed on, and they're getting paid very handsomely. But I'm not sure they're really doing their job for her. Well, no one thought Trump was going to win until about a month before he did. So you never know. That's true. You never know. But I feel like this one is a real long shot. But. You know, again, as you say, crazier things have happened. Now, Kristen, one other thing before we move on from from uh, politics and California, all the rest of it. Did you ever watch that Brian Stelter on uh, on CNN? I don't because I refuse to watch any sort of biased news channel. Yeah, I but I know who he is, you. of course. He now averages less than a hundred thousand viewers. It's not great <laughs> on CNN. That's horrible! Wow. That's like an MSNBC kind of number that's kind of shocking on cnn that's really low. that's that's like middle of the road youtuber no that is yeah, low no. youtuber hundred thousand views on youtube is considered yeah like pretty middling at best whoa man that's that based with the, with the powerhouse behind as far as the production and everything and the in the and the publicity and everything and the it's amazing. Well, he's terrible. He is an obnoxious cow. I don't even know is. what his wow. deal is. He's just really, really over the top. Isn't somebody told me he's only like thirty-five years old? He looks like he's about seventy. Yeah, he's thirty-five. He's my age. Oh my God, that's amazing. That is pretty. Crazy. <laughs> the last four or five years will age any of us. Yeah, well, that <laughs> is true. true. That's very true. I feel like a hundred some days. And that smile of his with his teeth—he looks like a lion. <laughs> Look at my teeth. I don't know. He's I can't terrible. even be bothered with any of these people yeah, on I either understand. side. It's drives me bananas it's one of those things i'm like i'm like okay what does the associated press have to say about this event or the situation and just read it straight down the line facts facts yeah, facts not that's a bad it. idea you know and that's and that maybe that's what the uh, united states is turning into they said they're sick of these people they're sick of so. the, the pedantic so. fools on either side they're just done with it <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing when you're on a nationally broad, internationally broadcast uh, TV channel, by the way, and a local radio station in Minnesota beats you by four times the number. That's not good news for you there, Pally. No, I'd say not. No. Jesus. I, 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 look, I know the guy's dreadful. He's, he's absolutely horrible, but, man, that's really bad. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Uh, he's really bad at that. Smug face too. Usually at CNN, they're good doing the smug face, and at Fox, they're doing doing the the arrogant face. <laughs> they're both really good at that. But he somehow misses the. He's swinging a miss on that one. How I about guess. a new form of news? You got the masked singer. Now it's the masked news anchor. I like it. The masked news anchor. <laughs> news anchors are no longer allowed to become famous. They have I to wear masks, it. and no one will know who they are in real life. Are we going to judge? We're going to have like a four celebrity judges. 
be like, well, you yes. know, that sounded like fake news to me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I, I just don't understand why anybody believes a news anchor. Because, first of all, they're not giving you their opinion. They're reading a teleprompter. Well, they're, in, they're financially incentivized to keep you watching. Yeah, they are. Not yeah. to well, deliver information. Weren't, weren't there a bunch of lawsuits and they've determined, the courts have determined that a lot of these so-called news shows, especially on CNN and Fox, aren't actual journalists. That yeah. they're, right. in, they're entertainment. Yes. I think Rachel, was it Rachel Maddow was yeah. recently yes. determined? she was determined. The, the judge basically said that Anyone watching would know that this isn't news. So, so you really, can't, you can't sue her as if she's delivering fake news. Oh God! But yeah. but she but these people shouldn't have the same no they protections shouldn't. as no, journalists. They then they, right? oh, they also shouldn't be uh, presented in the same stage as a journalist. Yes, it's, it's like it when it's, be... when someone's on CNN or Fox. The average person is thinking, oh, it's a news channel. These are news anchors delivering right. the news. But that's not true. They're mostly opinion pieces. Yes, yeah. they, that's what they should have to have a banner stating that this is the opinion of this of this personality. They should have to wear a jester's not cap. So they should, journalists. They should be forced to well, do, the, do the Vince McMahon uh, and say that this is not sport. Exactly. This is entertainment. Yep. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, and I think also I was just thinking uh, we've come into the business of being a pundit, and, you know, you hope that you get, like, a great book deal. You work for a candidate, like a high-profile candidate. You get the scoop, then you write the book, then you get a contract with CNN or Fox, and, you know, you just spout opinions and Mm -hmm. spout things. Um, And that's become a huge business. And, of course, social media fuels all of that as well. Um, But we're not holding them accountable for what they're saying, and they can be as inflammatory as they want to. Right. No, that makes total sense. I don't know. A little bit of breaking news right now. CDC now urging everyone in K-12 through schools to wear a mask to school this year. that, no. (laughs) (laughs) I choose death. I choose death. Yeah, so they're getting back. The kids are going back to school, so here come the masks well, again this year. I'm interested to see, because like Fawn's school, they didn't make the kids wear masks. It was up to the family's discretion until there was the executive order. Mm. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens well, there. It's also very interesting to see all of the online uh, classes that are all of a sudden being advertised. Oh, God, yeah. yes. It's free. A lot of them. It's public school online. It's being advertised constantly. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen it at all. And yeah. I'm that target market. I don't know. If they make fun where a mass school, I'll probably take her out and homeschool her. Laurel Springs Academy. What's that? What's that? That's, a, that's a school. Homeschooling that's been is a big thing in that, California. That's the, that's the school that would cater to all of the entertainment kids and all of the kids mm-hmm. doing uh, intense training mm-hmm. for sports or traveling yeah. around the world or diplomats. And it's just you, you get them on. There's a teacher there 24 hours a day. Not 24 hours, but there's teachers available. They can email them, contact them, and they take care of the problem. They teach your kid. The little the tuition's... Uh, a little bit, but it's not a, not burdensome like a private school, bricks and mortar private school here, works out well. Josh and Ashley did it just fine. Well, there's a supposedly a free one that is public school, but it's uh, you you can pick your kid's curriculum, like if it's science ah. uh, heavy or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, well, I mean, Fonz is kindergarten, so it wouldn't well, yeah. exactly, well, exactly be. No but, I, but I'm just yeah, I'm no, she, saying, if she those, should be doing high school chemistry. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. If those are the options, why would you why would you send your kid to school if they're <laughs> going to be hybrid Zoom anyway? Yeah. Why not just yeah. why not just right. have them do it online? Mm-hmm. My aunt was a teacher in Massachusetts, and she did hybrid for the full year from you know September through June, and she said it was the hardest <clears throat> hardest thing she's ever done <gasps> in her career. And so many students were not doing their work or cheating um, because they were at home, and then they would come back to the classroom. Oh, yeah. Some of them came back to the classroom in February, and she realized how far behind they were, and they were obviously, you know, not doing the work that they had assumed, you know, via virtual. And uh, she's like, we're going to spend a decade catching some of these kids up. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Inner-city schools, there were... Many, many children as young as 12 that never logged on. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. They're, ver- they're, they're dropouts already at 12 and 13. 
so sad. And and some of them that did get online, a lot of them had parents partying in the background yep. so hard well, that they I'm couldn't hear it, anything. It shouldn't be the schools or the teachers or the system's responsibility to make sure these kids are caught up and doing what they're supposed to. Well, what the hell else is going to happen? Well, you have to have parents. If the parents don't give parents. a shit. Well, well, then I guess. And that's a, there's there's yeah. the problem with education in certain groups. Yeah. If you're Asian or true. you're Jewish, you're going to school. Yep. And you're going to get a good grade. You know, if if you <laughs> or if, Indian or if, African, or if, yeah. you're, if you're living if you're living in the hill country in West Virginia, oh yeah, hey, no. and you're white, white hey, you bothered. ain't going to school. Saying it, it, I only I know one cultural. person personally who dropped out of school uh, as early as they could, and it was a white guy because he was raised in a family that doesn't exactly. Uh, Cherish education. You're talking, you're about, talking your about your father. Me? I was going to say. <laughs> <you're talking laughs> <about laughs> because you dropped out far earlier than you're allowed to these days. You're not allowed to drop out at 16. I thought you. Oh, I thought were. you dropped out when you were like 13. No, oh, 16. Well, that's true. Well, basically. I guess it depends on how you look. <laughs> he stopped going to school in his head. Yeah. I don't want to say his name, but across the street. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he dropped out of school when he was 16 because... Oh, I did not know that. He didn't have to. He was like, I don't have to. I'm not going to go. Yeah, a lot, a, lot of people, and, a lot of kids feel like that. And it's like, if they want to do that and the, the parents aren't going to, you know, drop the hammer, then, you know, what can you do? You drop just have to accept that some people aren't going to get educated. No well, yeah, well, look, and you, I mean, a lot, I mean, I'm not, you know, picking on any particular group, but in the inner city, at 16, you can start... Selling drugs and yep. making fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, cash, bunny. Yep. Well, Why would you stay in school and just get through high school so that you can go get a minimum wave and wage job? There are I mean, few, why would you? Few kids in the inner city who may have started an apprenticeship at twelve and thirteen, fourteen, yes, and they would be at sixteen. Well, they can make that much money working as a, as a craftsman. Yep. Yeah. And the little yep. kids that that age, they don't go to jail when they get picked up. That is true. They yep. die eventually, but they don't think that far ahead because everyone thinks they're immortal at that age. No. We're immortal. Uh, okay, now, Kristen, we're going to throw a little change up at you here because we talked about it in the first hour with Timmy Lammers, but I want to get your opinion of if you've seen it or not. Catherine and I suffered through about 31 minutes of Why Women Kill. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God, that show sucks. <laughs> Diabolical laugh. You know what? I, I kind of want to be there. Like, I want to invite myself over to your house <laughs> on nights you're watching TV and when you guys decide on a movie. Oh. I, I find your selections really random. What goes through your head? Like, well, because I, they were it was the desperate housewives Jerry. people. Oh, yeah. Jerry. And we liked that show. We thought that was very entertaining. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Tom said he liked it. I like So we're it. like, oh, Desperate Housewives have people. You, have you seen this, uh, Kristen? I have, but I, I just like, I sit there and I think, huh, not a Tom show. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> not a Tom not show. A Tom. Whose show is it? Like, have you have you sat down yet to watch Ted Lasso? Because that is. No, I got to do it. I ha- love. You're right. You're right. But could that show be any more woke, as Catherine put it? Mm-hmm. God, it's so over the top woke. It's like, why women kill, kill not Ted Lasso? Yeah. Yes, why women kill? Yeah, I was like Ted Lasso. I'm like, no, it's pretty irreverent. <laughs> no, no, I heard, I heard it's great. I got to get watching it. But have you seen Why Women Kill yet? I, I have. Yeah, that's why I'm like. That's why I was like, it's so not a Tom show. That's why I want to go. I'm like, what was going on? Oh my <laughs> I would have been God. like, no, you're gonna hate this. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. I I don't. Kristen, you've known me for years and years now. I don't care about your skin color, your orientation, your gender, your your religion, your politics. I don't care about any of that. As long as you're not an asshole. That's all I ask, yep. right? Yep. That's it. I don't care where you put your stuff or where stuff puts you. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> where stuff puts you. Whatever it is. In Soviet yeah. Russia. Like, what? Yeah. Well, and the other thing, I mean, I, I granted, it was the first episode, and a lot of times those are rough. That is true. Um, but the acting was so horseshit. Terrible was it? acting. Yes. Terrible. It was uh, just awful. Paycheck. Paycheck. Paycheck show. Yeah. Lucy well, Liu, I was like, why are you I doing know. this? You are terrible. She's such a good actress. Yeah, too, and she's not good in this. If you well, want to know the state the of episode. TV watching in our household, the shows that we've been catching up on, 
24 and the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Going back oh a little Wow, so. yeah, you're a decade not, behind. We're not exactly up on the most recent TV shows. Gilmore Girls was my COVID show. I watched oh, it yeah? from start God, to end. I will never tire of Gilmore Girls. I know. And i got to tell you, my husband... It's such a good sport. He, he likes it, too, and he will watch it if I put on an episode and we're not complaining about it. So That's kind of what it is like. It, yeah. <laughs> At your house? Melissa <laughs> feels like watching it. It's okay. I don't mind it. It's not exactly, like, my thing, but, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You know, i got to be honest with you. We're gonna, I'm going to test them here, Ralph, see if they know what I'm talking okay. about. You ready? Please. They? I'm going to get, yeah, I have the four of you, the three here, okay. uh, and, then, and then Kristen as well. I'm thinking of starting to watch Superman with George Reeve. <laughs> and the other one, I'm thinking uh, Spring Byington on December Bride. I'm thinking of doing that. And only Ralph knows what I'm talking about. I get the Christopher Reeve reference, but I don't understand it. No, not Christopher Reeve. It was, no, I think it was George. Steve Reeves. Wait, it was George Reeves. Steve Reeves was a weightlifter. He was hurt. Oh, that's a real thing? Yeah, George, okay. George Reeves. Was it was a George TV Reeves, guy. and he's no. the guy who committed suicide. Well, yeah, they that, say like, he way, did. Oh, way back before Christopher. I didn't oh. see that reference. I didn't know the second one. Oh, there's yeah. multiple Superman Reeves. That's interesting. Oh, God, oh, yeah. weird. Well, no, I think it's yeah. Reeves and Reeve, isn't Reeve. it? George isn't it? Reeve, I think oh. it is. No, oh. George Reeves technically isn't George Reeves. He is George Brewer. George, well, why wouldn't you get rid of that uh, name? Bro? I don't know why people just want a beer every time you say his name. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Ooh, we we got to take a break. We'll be back with more looking at uh, December Bride and... Spring Byington, which I, I believe uh, I believe it uh, came on the air in like 1956. Sounds like the name of a about. bad department store mascot. Spring Byington Spring here. Byington right. once here. Take a break. We'll be right back. We will. Okay. <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile. You've heard me talk about the terrific experience I've had working with my profile health coach, Danette, Dan Kelly. It's not just because I've lost weight and kept it off. It's because there's so much more to losing weight than simply stepping on a scale. Profile makes sure I'm in it for the long haul. It's about getting to your goal and staying there. That's why Profile provides members like me so many great tools to keep it off like monthly health seminars, 3D body scans, an exercise app, a terrific podcast, cookbooks, and so much more. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Can't say enough about Profile. It's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Make today the day you call them or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Priority Courier Experts is not the largest same-day courier company anymore. What? But we've always known. Not the largest same-day courier company anymore. All right. I don't get it. Pat, we've been at this for a quarter century now. But I thought... Uh, uh, uh. All right, then. What is Priority Courier Experts? Okay, I'm so glad you asked me that. Priority Courier Experts is Minnesota's largest same-day trucking company. All right. I still don't get it. Well, let me put it this way. When you think of courier, you think of packages. When you think of trucking, you think of pallets and freight. Okay, so? So, Priority has two fleets. One delivers packages, the other delivers freight. In fact, here's a little bit about Priority that you probably didn't know. Last year, Priority's local fleet drove 24 million miles. That's enough to go to the moon and back 50 times. You want to talk about moving freight now? Last year, Priority's big fleet moved 734 million pounds of freight. That is the way to the Titanic 
times seven. Look, there's still only one expert in town. We just do more now. And we're calling all drivers who want to join the team today. Pick up your phone now and call Robbie, Nick, Mike, or Chad, 651-748-4465, or visit us at Priority.com, and we'll get you on the road. Priority Career Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Attention. Drivers that sign on by July 30th are eligible for a sign-on bonus. We're going to ask this question by oh Kristen Bird. Okay, you ready? You ready for this question that Catherine just asked uh, Kristen Bird? You ready? I can't wait. She wanted to know if uh, know if Kate Beckinsale was a Spice Girl. I don't know. I mean, I guess she is the right age, right? Tell what you really, really want. Yeah. Tell me what I really, really want. What I really, really want. How old would the Spice Girls be right now? 45, probably. Yeah, they're probably in their mid-40s. And I will tell you that Posh Spice, a.k.a. Victoria Beckham, is a very reluctant Spice Girl. So if they ever needed someone to step in, Kate Beckinsale is the perfect person. You do. She could do it, absolutely. So once again, Catherine's leading the way. There you go. Thinking outside the box, my friend. Yep, thinking that's out, me. Thinking outside what the I box, do. no doubt about oh it. Okay, so I have a movie to bring up that okay, here my we go. mom and dad are going to be so pumped for. Really? Yes. August 20th, the Paw Patrol movie comes out. Oh, my God. I think it's already streaming. I'm surprised it took that long for them to make it. There are certain Paw Patrol movies. Like, we got one from the library and stuff. but this one is like multiple ones? This one is like... In theater, the, the first one film. in theaters feature film mm. of Paw Patrol, and like they use different animation and stuff. It's better it's animated, live, I think. I think Sage is gonna lose his mind. I no, my son loves Paw Patrol. Loves Paw Patrol. So I'm like, we have to go see the Paw. It was like Frozen for fun. It's this not is live Paw yes, Patrol. It's, it's not live action. No. Oh, that's right. When's the when's the live when's the October? Did show? you say? Yeah, they what show? postponed Frozen. it. Frozen. We were supposed to go see Frozen oh, like, yeah. two weeks before Fon's fourth birthday, and then it was canceled because of COVID. Hopefully I know where those tickets are. I was going to say, you're going to have to We've find those. have had them for about 100 years, so I don't know. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian's in the Paw Patrol I was going to say, yeah. I was <laughs> what? like, what? Oh, it was like Kim God. Kardashian West. I was like, what? Who is Dolores? playing Dolores? Who's yeah. Dolores? I don't know. That's must a be a new character. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm um, not Dax familiar with Shepherd, Yeah, Dax Jimmy Shepherd. Kimmel, Tyler Perry. Oh my God! Why would they overpay mm-hmm. people like that to voice those characters? To be a character no, of Paw Patrol, because kids don't. No care. kid in the world the cares who care. Kim Kardashian. Is. No, no. It is a good no, question. No, but you know she's got kids, and this is a cool thing for her, and that's what uh, it is. But yeah. they're also gonna make a ton of money, parents. You're all going to be buying all the popcorn, well, yeah. the movie merchandise. So, Merry Christmas to all of you. <laughs> it's basically it's basically their their generation's Power Rangers, right? Yes. Or every little boy likes Ninja Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep, it's the Let's same. Yeah, it's it's really Kardashian. Turtles on the Half Shell. It's very sweet, though, too. Like it's for younger kids than. Yeah, Power is. Rangers and Teenage. Yeah, like that's why Sage is really into it. I feel like most kids outgrow Paw Patrol. Patrol by like Sage five, six. Oh, mm. very, but very young. Those yeah. are the movies. Like, you love though. Like, I, there are certain movies I remember going to with my mother that were just, even to this day, I can remember being really little and going and watching it. Like, I remember going to the movie theater and watching Bambi. Oh, and yeah. how yeah. sad I felt when the mother was shot mm-hmm. and how Bambi was all alone. Like, I still remember that as an adult. But those are the, those are like the special movies, not the ones where you're just like, ah, oh, let's just go to the movies or whatever yeah. else. I think that it's so cool for your kids because it's something that they love and they're probably going to remember it. Oh, yeah. Vaughn still talks about going to Frozen 2. Oh, you should have seen Frozen her. She saw Frozen 2 on her half when she was three and a half yeah mm. we went and saw frozen 2 because it came out on her half she, birthday she, really had, we'll she had a princess outfit she on. had the outfit she was standing up and running around emoting to the music <laughs> <laughs> she was into it 
She was into it. <laughs> I love that. And she still I talks about it. I remember dancing down the aisle when I watched Grease. Like, there are oh, things, Grease. there are movie moments that I love. How yes. many times have and I that's seen so Grease? Cute. I used to watch it every week for 8, quite a while. Every week? Every day yeah. in the summer. And now I watch it and I'm like, this is not appropriate for <laughs> I cannot believe that you let me watch that. Kids like, don't know. It goes over your head. Yeah, it went way over my head. Yeah, there's like smoking, sex in cars, teen yeah. pregnancy, changing into somebody else. Hey, for you had a to man. know what the world was about like, at oh some point. God, this is such a bad. <laughs> Might as well learn All of the messages in Greece are bad. Yeah, but when you're a kid, it's just like, who cares about this crap? Get to the next song. Yeah, pretty much. That's I know. But That's yeah, so I'm, so I'm very excited for the Paw Patrol <laughs> movie. It'll be interesting. It's ver- it's different, though, because so Paw Patrol has two different kinds of episodes. There's just like someone's in trouble yeah, and they need, need help, help mm-hmm. which are the, the Paw double. Patrol that I really like. And then there's Paw Patrol where there's this Mayor Humdinger, which is like a bad oh, guy. I don't like him. I don't all. like him. And there's he has cats. And they're all mean, and they like steal stuff, oh. and so it's like defend. The, and the Are movie's all about Mayor please? Humdinger taking uh. over Liberty City, and they have to like rescue the city and all this stuff. And so uh. I'm like, I wish it would have just been one of the sweeter. But I guess you can't make a movie out of somebody difficult. Yeah, fell in the lake. Yeah, no screen <laughs> you know, like, is allowed. Uh, I have a question for Kristen Burt. What's the take mm-hmm. on uh, Shyamalan's old? Is that is that oh. any good? What? Not his best. You know, he's oh, still God hit or miss. Yeah, he is hit or miss, like, you're right. I feel Mostly like M. Night Shyamalan, it's like you get a great movie and then you get like five bad ones. And then you get a great yeah. movie out of him. And I get frustrated with him because like, when his movies are good, they're like so good. So good. But then in some of the bad ones, he always throws himself in a role and he's not really an That's actor. True. He's a, he's yeah, a writer he and director you're to me. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, why are you putting yourself in this key <clears throat> crucial role? Where you're like sort of acting, and then all the, I take me out of the story because I'm like, there's M. Shamalama, you know. Shamalama, yes. Ding Dong is what we used to call him. Shamalan. And it's, it is one of those things that um, I always question that choice as a director. I'm like, why are you putting yourself right here in this movie? So is it a waste of time? Yeah. Terrible. It's, it's not, honestly, and it didn't make that much money. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to fall off the radar this weekend because we've got the Jungle Cruise coming up with The Rock and Emily Blunt. And we won't even be talking about old at this point. Okay, tell me about Jungle Cruise because I saw the promos for it and they look terrible. <laughs> uh, do you really want to watch? I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get with the yeah. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, you do. It's the same you're movie. He just makes the same fun. movie over and over and same over. Character. Does, same yeah. character. Yep. Same character. you got The Rock mugging to the camera. Yep. Um, it is being uh, offered on Disney+. Plus. So for those of you that don't want to spend all the money and know the kids are going to enjoy it, you can you know just pay the premium price, which, of course, will wind up being cheaper at home than it will be in the movie theater. And I think a lot of people are starting to make those choices. Saying, what's the movie I have to see on the big screen? Yeah, what's the movie yeah. I can see at home in my own living room? Yep. No, I understand that completely. So, so you said the little kids would like the movie? Uh, the Jungle, I wouldn't take a little, little one to the Jungle Cruise, but I think, you know, some of the older kids, like eight and up, probably good. Eight and up, okay. So not. Yeah, it's not, not a preschool movie. It's okay. not Paw Patrol. It's not Paw Patrol. It's not Paw Patrol. <laughs> it's not I mean, Paw Patrol. I really like The Rock. He seems to be a very pleasant person, but I'm getting really tired of that. He plays He's the same yes, for sure. character. Yeah. Jesus. He plays The Rock. He plays he The Rock. That's what he does. He does play really The Rock. <laughs> and we need to see him. Like, I just feel like if he really want, I don't know, maybe he just enjoys taking the $20, $20 million paycheck and calling it a day. Yeah, but maybe, I would love to see him in a dramatic role of like really digging in and doing something because I feel like he has it in him, but I don't know if he wants to do the work, you know? How about this? The Rock as Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Do you know what I'm really looking forward to? They are doing, um, WWE is doing the Vince McMahon story about when he was, had federal charges about um, providing steroids to his employees, all of his wrestlers. And he fought the charges. They're making a limited series out of that, and I think it's going to be really good. Who plays Vince McMahon? They haven't announced that yet. Oh, they haven't. Who would you put in that role? Vince McMahon. Who's a scumbag? Because that's who I'd put in the role. Or at least play like a really good scumbag. <laughs> okay. 
can at least play a really good scumbag. Well, yeah, and you have to remember, I'm assuming they're going to need him because it was in the 90s, so I'm going to guess he was in his, like, let's say, late 30s at that point. Right. Let's see. So, so who could... you have to think of that age range. Liam Hemsworth. How about that? That seems like a nice guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who can really dig in and be a jerk? You know what? You know who might be able to do it? Because he's, he's a, uh, looked at his dark side. How about Zac Efron? Maybe too pretty for yeah. him, but I think he could do it. That, that's true. That's absolutely true. Now, I, I, you know, I had a bunch of friends that worked for Vince McMahon, and they they thought he was great. They, they thought that he promoted the hell out of him, and really, you know, the Road Warriors, of course, were uh, worked with him for a while, and they just they loved working with the guy because he would bust his ass to make sure his wrestlers got promoted, I guess. I think it just depends on your experience and, like, whether, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. think you hear yeah. stories from both sides of the fence and, and some of the wrestlers who weren't able to have health insurance and, you know, their bodies right. were broken and then the WWE at that time with the WWF was completely done with them and, and you know, they fell into drug addiction or alcoholism or depression and I think there's two sides to that story. I think Vince McMahon's a really complicated person and this this particular limited series is going to favor Vince McMahon because he is executive producing. Really? But I would love to, yeah. <laughs> but I would love to take a look at someone really doing maybe a, a motion picture out of this and really looking at the whole view of what right. WWE has become. Yeah, but it's a great story. He he had a product and he was able to promote it to the point where it's still unbelievably successful. It is really successful, yeah. On, yeah, and his partnership with, with Comcast and NBC Universal, huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's really sad about that. It just makes me think that I believe the only at least one-time friend of mine that was a wrestler that's still alive is Jesse Ventura. I think all the other ones are dead. Oh, that's wow. crazy. Seriously, I think they're all the, all the guys that <laughs> used to look We've lost a lot from that era, that, and maybe Hope Hogan from that era yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Hulk at all, but but I used to. I used to lift weights with the uh, with the Road Warriors and a bunch of other wrestlers. I really thought the world of them, but my God, they're all dead. It's sad. My my brother had all of the wrestlers, like the the action figures. They were like rubber. Oh yeah, <laughs> at the ring. Yeah. Oh, and it was like you know yeah. Jake the Snake and mm-hmm. um, I can't remember all of them, but <laughs> the Undertaker. The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Oh my God, Mean Gene Oakland. Was mm-hmm. Mean Gene Oakland? Is that his name? Okerland. Yeah. Mean Gene, the announcer? Yep, he was the announcer. <laughs> Gene Leader was his disc jockey. When he was a disc jockey on, I think, WDGY, he was Gene Leader. And then he became Gene Okerland. And actually, to tell you the truth, I think there are a couple of guys still alive that I used to. Well, you know, obviously, Greg Gagne, who was Vern Gagne, the AWA. Uh, owner, but Greg never did steroids. That was a big deal. Greg Gagne yeah, never touched tough on steroids. Your body, for sure. So that's why he's still alive and the rest of them, I don't know. It's really sad to think though, because hanging out with those guys was rather interesting. But I will tell you this, and you, maybe uh, Kristen, you've been around these kind of people before. If you went out to dinner with them and hung around the bar, you knew exactly what the air felt like when it was time to leave, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jeez, what, whoa. <laughs> Somebody's going to get massacred. Because what happened was, these guys were gigantic human beings, and some drunken bum would always think, oh, I'm going to go over and challenge that guy to a fight. Oh, are you? How'd that work out for you? It was really good plan. It's not real wrestling. My favorite still was the Hawkster. Catherine and Hawk used to argue all the time. I was wondering. Oh, you, one you time we had story. a little fight. I love that story. But argue all the time. We're Constantly at a bar, yelling at each other. We're at a bar in Crystal, Minnesota, <laughs> in Andy's old neighborhood. <clears throat> and some guy walks up. The most? Yep. Yeah, there you go. Walks up to uh, the Hawkster and challenges him to a fight. And the Hawk grabs him by his shirt with one hand and lifts him off the ground and pins him against one. He goes, all right. Piss your pants or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh my God. It was very. How and the guy did. Helpful. He peed his pants. So there you have it, Jeez ladies and gentlemen. Louise. In any case, back to it. So we got old is not very good. Now, what's Snake Eyes? I don't even know what Snake Eyes is. Uh, I was like, I don't even know what Snake Eyes is either. I don't. I never even heard of it. Let's see. Uh, Snake Andy. Eyes movie. Let's see. 
I don't even know the oh. Oh, it's G.I. Joe. It. Oh, it's G.I. Joe. That's G.I. Joe, guys. yeah, with Henry Golding. It did, uh, yeah, I was like, if you said G.I. Joe, I wouldn't know because it did terrible this weekend. So they, this is the um, origin story for oh, okay. G.I. Joe. Mm. And they were anticipating on making this a franchise, but it was so low at the box office this weekend, doing way under what they expected. I think they're going to abandon it altogether. Well, G.I. Joe is just not really an extant franchise. No. No one really cares about it anymore, I don't think. No, I think you're absolutely right. Maybe they were hoping to grab a younger audience and, and, you know, revive it. I don't know. But I guess maybe the the interest isn't there. No, I don't think so. No, I think you're absolutely right. I don't think anybody cares at all. (laughs) I did see good news for you, and I said, God, this is great news for Kristen Burt. Ooh, what is it? They say to keep your heart healthy, you should have a bit of booze every day. So you're way ahead of the curve. So that's good. <laughs> yes, from the household that finished like one bottle of wine in a year and a half of pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> the big booze hounds. No doubt I, know, about I was reading. I just was laughing when you know, especially at the height of the quarantine situation, when they're like alcohol here, just through the roof. I'm like, they should all come to our house. We have a fully stocked bar. We have not touched it. <laughs> No, honest to God, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's People are buying up booze like there's no tomorrow. My God, they're buying a lot of booze right now. Well, I suppose. Yeah, I, you know, we don't know the mental health ramifications of right, what, right. what we've gone through and what we're continuing to go through. And, uh, you know, and just talking with a lot of friends, and here in L.A. we're seeing, you know, a surge of COVID numbers. We're back to a mass mandate for indoor um, anytime you're indoors, and I'm telling you, everyone is just weary and exhausted, and yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And mm-hmm. you know, my husband's working on a show. They've seen COVID cases um, with their vaccinated cast and crew. They're having to step up procedures and do testing more frequently. So it's it's happening. Yeah, I, it's just oh god. Are we gonna? When can we slog through and move on with our lives? When is all the hatred gonna go away and the cancel culture and the this and the that and everybody's horrible? And are we gonna be able to to breathe and just take a breath and relax ever again? I would love to, honestly. You know, I'm not, all for being safe, but yeah, I'm exhausted. Sure. No, uh, and not exhausting. if voting depends on all of this. <clears throat> well, that's true, too. It's the only way you can get people to get out and vote is to make them afraid. That's true. And, or hateful. Uh-oh. Yeah. There are enemies all around you, and the only yes. way to get rid of them is to vote for me. Yep. The DOJ just declared vaccine mandates legal. They right. can make you get vaccinated. Uh, that well, is not good news. Good luck. <laughs> well, good well luck. the unions <laughs> the unions have approved a, a yeah. vaccine mandate as well, and so it's and I will tell you that it is coming down quickly for, for the SAG Screen Actors Guild set very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So so everybody's going to be vaccinated. I Well, I got vaccinated. What is it? was that, Catherine? About a month and a half ago, something like that. Uh, are you going to have to have flu immunization? I was going to say, are they going to make you, are they going to mandate every yeah, single really. vaccine forever? Well, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because flu oh, this is, is never just mandated. in Virginia, California, and New York City. And it's just oh. government employees. Well, but it's the Department oh, of Justice okay. is the bad news. Yeah. Well, but they're only yeah. talking about well, the specific for yeah, it's now. Very specific. Yeah, for now. They well, but are. I mean, it's just going to be, yep. it's going to be very interesting to see all the different variants of this virus and do, is it going to make the vaccine obsolete at some point are they going to have is it going to be like the flu or they have to do a new one every year i mean it's just there's no way that they no, can because it's, no it's not you know like the measles vaccine me, measles mumps rubella where it's like okay you get a couple rounds and then you're good for life like that's right. just not how it is seems like it's going to work so it no. doesn't seem like it's going to make sense for it to be mandated because there's going to be multiple yeah, it's a flu always the it's a only virus. thing that's important is you don't die from it that's it yeah, yeah. that's pretty much true as long as you don't die from it who cares it's a cold the odds of being well although a lot of people i want to ask though what about the long haulers because i do have a couple of friends who did get covid mm-hmm. um and have these long haul symptoms i have one friend that's having heart struggles after all of this oh, that's but, too bad um, and that's that's terrible yeah. but they weren't immunized they were not immunized. They are immunized now. But okay, what but the, do you do at that situation when you're, you know what I mean? That they're in it long term medically. Yeah, that's right. They're in it. So that that's why you get immunized because hopefully you truncate that. You don't have those long term problems. You don't die. 
That, so that's the reason you get immunized. It isn't has it had nothing to do with not getting the virus. It has to do with not dying. There you go. You don't right. die. Okay, you're gonna be sick for a couple of weeks. Okay, we well, you, right. you can get the flu, be sick for a couple of weeks. Or you can get a cold, be sick for a couple of weeks. Boom, done. Yeah, and nobody ever talks about the fact that if you've had it, that you are immune. And how long are you immune? They just keep on saying even if you've had it, you should, you should get still vaccinated. Get yeah. Which which doesn't, doesn't make any they sense. They don't know it hasn't been around long enough. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you it's go. still showing there's point. people that are testing, you know, a year later and they still have antibodies. Most, most still have antibodies. Some don't, but that's with anything. It's some people. Like yeah. I have a friend whose roommate's been vaccinated for the chickenpox and she's had chickenpox like six times. Mm. So she, her body just does not How's that going for? Produce antibodies one. to the chickenpox. That's not terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And she gets some, yeah, she's like, every, like, two, three years, I get the chicken pox. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my really? God. Yeah. I had chicken pox in first grade the week my family was moving towns. I remember this, too. So my mom, like, shipped me off to my aunt's house just because she was trying to move and she couldn't deal with the kid with chicken pox. I remember just being, like, so itchy mm-hmm. that whole time. Oh. I can remember it even to this mm-hmm. day. I gave my kids chicken pox last summer. I didn't give it to them, but I intentionally found kids with chicken yeah. pox and gave them chicken pox. And they were, like... It was very mild. It looked horrible, especially on Sage. He looked awful, but he didn't complain. Well, you're very, very young. You really, really yeah. Notice like because the younger you are, the milder. I mean, not yeah. as a baby, but yeah. like the peak age for getting chickenpox is three to five. Makes sense. Where it's the mildest, and then as you get older, it mm-hmm. gets more severe. And I, I was just I, like, I was probably like eight when I was like, we're in lockdown anyway. <laughs> Yeah. We're not seeing anybody. I had a friend whose kids got it from their dad having shingles. Well, and you have an immune booster there by and then, having yeah. it. Yeah, and now mm-hmm. I and anybody that was around them, which we were only around people intentionally of like, do you care if they had chicken pox? No, I had it as a kid or whatever. My kids are vaccinated. And I was like, easy squeezy, but it looked so bad. Sage looked like, ugh. I remember just running Poor around. Thing. Yeah, running around with chamomile, chamomile, calamine, whatever it is. Yeah, dotted all over Ding you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my friend who their kids gave us the chicken box, they put calamine on their son because he was seven when he got them and he had an allergic reaction to the calamine and so we had chicken pox plus an allergic i was like oh god that sounds miserable sounds horrible you know you could be allergic to calamine it was the you could um, be allergic to anything it was the dye in it oh oatmeal baths are the best Oh, yeah, my kids took so many oatmeal baths, and I gave them a Mm -hmm. bunch of, yeah, I did all the hippy-dippy stuff, hippy-dippy stuff, and they they literally, I just, I remember Sage scratching his back on the couch once. Hmm. That was it? That was it. Oh, God, it's time to bail out here, my goodness. You know, every time Kristen Burt comes on, the time just flies by. And pox talk is always dream. Pox talk. Pox talk. I had a lot to say today because I had a lot of caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it all works out. Kristen, have a magnificent week. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thank you. That's going to do it. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.